Hi there, and welcome to the Skylight Books author reading series. If you'd like to learn more about us and our many upcoming author events, please visit skylightbooks.com, where you can browse our inventory, buy books, and join our Friends with Benefits Club. You can also follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. To speak to a real live bookseller like me, please call 323-660-1175. Thanks for your support, and enjoy. And right now, I'd like to introduce the girl who's going to be emceeing the entire night. She is the event coordinator this evening, and her name is Liliana Winkworth. Hi, everyone. So nice. Happy Saturday. The sun is setting. It's beautiful. Um, as she said, my name is Liliana. That is correct. Uh, I have been working with Right Girl since November, and I feel really lucky to be here to celebrate this newest anthology this moment. Um, for those of you that don't know about Right Girl, it seems like it's mostly friendly faces, volunteers, girls, staff. Uh, right Girl is a creative nonprofit that focuses on empowering teens 13 to 18 uh, through creative writing. We have monthly workshops at places like the Autry and other cool places like the Autry and uh, Huntington. Sometimes I forget. I live in Pasadena and I forget about the Huntington, which is technically San Marino, but whatever. Um, thank you quickly to Skylight Books. I'll say thank you at the end again. We've been here before with Right Girl uh, and our girls, and it's just awesome to be here. I grew up in Los Feliz, so eight-year-old me is really cool with old me now because I'm like, I'm, look at me, I'm talking in Skylight. So hip. <laughs> Anyways, uh, before we bring up our girls, I want to bring up our managing director, Katie Geyer, to talk a little bit about this moment. Yay, Katie! Yeah, so I, I personally think this is like one of our best books. I, I, anyone who's seen it, I think, would agree. It's such a beautiful book. It has 180 teen authors in it, which is just incredible. Um, one thing I love about this book is that it's comprised of so many of the everyday moments um, that we might sort of take for granted or ignore. Um, moments big and small, like, you know, having a conversation with your mom while you're eating cereal or, you know, like an awkward moment in biology class. And these girls write about it. And these are the stories that, these are the moments that really make up their stories. And so I would just encourage all of you to, you know, write about the small moments, write about the big moments, write about everyday moments, because you don't have to wait for something monumental to happen in your life to, to really start writing. And, you know, everything that the girls write is, um, it becomes really powerful. And we really appreciate everyone who comes out to support um, these girls and um, watching them as they're sharing their, their work on stage and um, becoming published authors. It's really an exciting thing. So um, I'd like to give it back to Liliana. Thank you. She's my boss. She's great. Uh, as Katie said, uh, these are all published authors, which is crazy. I was trying to do a poll in the office of like, who's been published before the age of 18? And two of our staff members raised their hand because they're overachievers. But I uh, only have YouTube videos that my mom watches sometimes, and she makes her friends watch them. So these uh, 19, 18, 17, 15, 14-year-olds are amazingly talented, and it's mind-blowing to me that they're in a book, in a bookstore. So with me done talking now, uh, I'd like to bring up our first author. Uh, at age 14, uh, I'd like you to know about our first author. She can put out fire with her fingers, which is scary, but very cool. I think it's a thing where you lick it and you go, I, just, I can't do it. Uh, please welcome Maya. Uh, hello, my name is Maya. Um, my piece is called Three Seconds, which is based on a basketball game where I made a game-winning shot. 
All right. Uh, it was a tied game, 18-18, about 15 seconds on the clock. The point guard dribbled up, avoiding the defense coming after them. They passed to my other teammate. As the defender went up to them, the perfect chance appeared. Seven seconds, they turned. Five seconds, they passed the ball to me. Three seconds, I was at the block. I shot, two, one, bam. I made the basket a millisecond before the buzzer went off. Everything was a blur. I heard a bunch of cheering, someone saying hooray. Teammates hugged me. Even the coach jumped like one of those freeze frames at the end of an 80s movie. As the other team sulked in defeat, I was the MVP. I will never forget the day that I made a buzzer beater. Thank you. Wonderful. Our next author, um, 16, is, and wants all of you to know, if you have any connections, please let her know. She is a triple threat. She sings, she dances, and she acts. She's just waiting for an agent. Please welcome Michaela. Hi. So, you know, like the introduction said, I do perform, and this piece is called My Place, and it's about, you know, stepping out into the crowd right before a performance. I look out into the crowd. A hundred enthusiastic faces stare back at me, eagerly waiting for what's to come. They wish me luck and cheer me on. I take a step back, breathe in, breathe out. I can feel the excitement and anticipation building as I prepare myself for the moment ahead. And I take my place on the stage. Let the show begin. Wonderful. Uh, our next author at 16 has a uh, fact that is very intimidating to me physically. Um, she is double jointed in her wrist and fingers. Please welcome Juliana. Hi, okay, so I guess I'll just do a little demonstration. Oh. So, <laughs> sorry, if you squeamish, look away. <laughs> okay, so I can do this, I guess. So there's that. <laughs> and then with my fingers, I can just really so yeah there's that <laughs> so uh let me go to the page my piece is called uh my piece is called social media it's basically about the divide i think we have between real life and on the online world so i wanted to write about that the internet a place of narcissism negativity fakeness a place of creation positivity connection Real life, a constant high of new experiences, chances, authenticity, a constant low of stress, expectations, and sustainability. We turn to social media for escapism, yet we still find traces of reality, like your reflection staring back at you from a computer screen. We turn to reality to form a connection with people not possible anywhere else. With both, we have the power to make an impact. We have the power to spread negativity, positivity, creativity, so let's use this power wisely. Our next author has been baking since she was five, so she's been baking for 15 years, which is also overachieving. Please welcome uh, Lauren. Hi, everyone. So my piece, I wrote this piece when I was drafting um, essays for college admissions and I reflected on my past and tried to pull out what it means to be biracial. Um, so the title of my piece is Ni de aquí ni de allá, which means not from here nor from there. 
I was eight years old when I first became aware of my background and the fact that I didn't quite resemble either of my parents. My mom is an immigrant from Mexico and my dad has British German ancestry. So that makes me a chilaquile, a blend of flavors stuck in limbo between murky identities. With every standardized test, I was forced to check a single box to illustrate my race and ethnicity. Was I considered white? But I'm a brown girl, so maybe I should have just checked Latina instead. There was no other option except to dissect my in-betweenness and confine it to small graphite boxes. And it reminded me of how society will view me as only a partial member of both groups. I don't want to choose any longer. I am connected to both sides of my heritage and feel pride in knowing that I'm wholly Chicana, British, American, and Purépecha. I refuse to be put in a box. And our last author in this first group uh, is 15, and she'd like all of you to know that she enjoys pottery, which is very cool, because pottery is very hard, and I tried it in eighth grade, and both of my pots blew up in the kiln, so I'm very happy for Natalie. So my piece was inspired by my incredible friends who have treated me so lovingly and kindly. The Four Amigas. I want to thank you for all that you do and to explain what it means to have a friend, to share life's hardships and joys. It's good to know that our friendship is one of an endless loyalty, forged out of emotion and respect. It's patient and kind, never failing or forsaken, when a hand is outstretched or one heart is breaking. It's ever faithful even when the world condemns and it sparkles in the darkness like fireworks. It does my heart good at the end of the day to know that we will never be more than a text apart. was so pretty. Um, they were all so wonderful. Let's hear it again for our first group of authors. So along with the works of over 118 girls, uh, this moment, hello, here we are, uh, has writing activities. Uh, Write Girl is known for its fun curriculum. We were trying to think of a different word for a curriculum the other day, but it's hard to because it's a curriculum. But writing exercises and prompts, so if you don't have the book, pick it up. It'll make you a better writer, no matter what your age, gender, anything, tree, whatever. Uh, and we actually have, in classic Write Girl fashion, a writing activity for all of you to pass along while we continue this lovely reading. This is Alex, my lovely colleague. Look at her blazer. Have you ever seen something so nice? What does it say on your shirt, Alex? It says, right girl. What? And the website, which you can check out, www.rightgirl.org. It is .org, not .com, because we are an organization. I learned that in high school. Uh, not about right girl, just about websites in general. So, Alex, what does our box say? This moment, this moment, this moment. See, see, it's so clever. I'll, I'll pass it around. Um, there's a pen attached for easy usage and an extra little slip here for everyone to have a chance to write something. So please add uh, your wish. Yeah, the first thing is actually one of yours, right? I wrote oh, it down yeah. for you. What did you wish for in this I moment? Wish for a day off. Yay! <laughs> Not because our job is bad, our job is wonderful, but sometimes everyone gets tired. Alex pulled her back today, so it's not fun. We're old now. Okay. <laughs> I left my sheet over here. 
next group of wonderful authors. Uh, coming up next, we have a 19-year-old author who uh, needs our love extra today because she is on a sugar hiatus. So please welcome Sam. Okay, this piece is called Four Words. It is inspired by conversations with my now boyfriend. <laughs> yes, I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> what are you reading? I believe those were the first four words I said to you. I'm uncertain. I'm certain you were reading in a red velvet seat before Pantages actors were hauled to places. Our first of many conversations. Want to go at European countries? This game was your attempt at making us more worldly, until you accepted that I don't care about Bosnia or how many European countries exist. You've always been more interested in the world. One of our many differences. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? You answered, pineapples float to the top of the ocean, so your premise is logically false right from the get-go. <laughs> if I were to take a guess, bacteria? I called you Squidward after that. I'll never understand your rush to grow up. The fact is, Sam, that you're 18 years old and dressed like a child. <laughs> That's the fact of the matter. However, we both know I'll keep wearing rainbow eyeshadow and Tweety Bird overalls. I've always been more interested in the elaborate. You'll never understand my wish to stay young. But you look pretty every day. I admitted after you'd begged me to say you looked pretty in that selfie from your first day at work. I asked, do I look pretty every day? You said, you have a nice bone structure. <laughs> That's a yes. Sam, go to college, you told me after I said I wasn't ready and wanted to try something different. I'd felt this way for months. Has it subsided? That's a no. I'll see you later. Those were the last four words I said to you, I'm certain. Our next author uh, is pretty unique. I didn't know this, and I've had the pleasure of meeting her before and even working with her. She has a bearded dragon. Please welcome Naya. Hi everyone, um, so this poem is called Magnificent, sorry it's a little short, this poem is called Magnificent Women and it was written um, by my experiences of me and my friends walking through LA and being catcalled, um, so here it goes. Neither my bare left shoulder nor my right thigh is a cordial invitation to tell me that I am sexy as I strut down city streets. I am not replaceable like old beat up converse you wear every day. I am not your average juicy fruit bubble gum that you chew up and toss away. I am not a and I'm not a welcome mat. You drag your muddy work boots on every night. I am not to be looked at as inanimate. I am a walking art form to be savored, to be admired without unwanted words. I am an intellectual being with thoughts that flow deeper than ocean floors. Feelings that move others around me, opinions that set fire to your gut. When I speak my words with passion, this may surprise you, for when you look at me, I am just another body walking through city streets. But if you take a second, you will see a magnificent magenta aura projects from within me, for I am a woman, I am capable of anything. Thank you. That was awesome. Oh, our next author, um, also animal-related, because I do think a bearded dragon is a pet. I, I didn't get a confirmation on that, but I think it is. Um, our next author at 19 wants all of us to know that uh, she has a cat named Ducky. Uh, please welcome Chloe. Hi, this is 
my piece, That's Whack, or First Semester, about moving away to college? All right. The rat scratches the inside of my TV screen. Rabbit antennae stand at attention. When you kick in my door, a flurry of white envelopes covers the floor. It's more convenient than carpet. Home has static in the windows and paint chips lining the bathroom sink. Plumber drumming on the brain I keep in my closet. I move everything three inches to the left and try to find myself again. Our next author in this group, um, please also give her some extra love. She shouldn't even be here because she constantly needs a nap. So uh, please welcome Grace. Hello. Um, oh no. Uh, I wrote this piece, uh, actually like the first draft of this piece came about because of a reading that took place here. So it's full circle. Um, it's called Pretty Girl on Fire. Yeah, it's a monologue. Pretty girls make me unspeakably nervous. Stella, in particular. She's about four foot 11 and built to destroy me. I don't think she's a dancer, but she moves the way that dancers do, with the elegance and the attitude of a smiling lion making its way back to the pride with a fresh kill. We sleep about five feet apart every night, and sometimes I can hear her snore and murmur in her sleep. That might sound creepy or annoying, because I will admit she has on occasion kept me up, but I mean, I've learned a lot about her. She has constant nightmares. I can't always make out what she's saying, but she's usually scared. I wish there was something I could do, but I can't even talk to her without melting. I feel so helpless. I know there's something I can do, I just can't bring myself to do it. I've never been good at talking to people, especially people like her. There is magic imbued in her very presence. Every smile, every laugh is a charm. She enters a room and commands your attention. All eyes are on her and she knows it. Every step is thunder, every word lightning. You cannot help but watch and listen. She keeps you hanging on every drip of her, every curve, every curl. There is fire in her eyes, fire that has burned for millions of years and doesn't have the intention of dying out anytime soon, fire that precedes human life. Fire that breathed life into the Cambrian expo explosion. Fire that surrounds her, but never burns. Maybe that's why she has all those nightmares. Having seen countless beginnings and ends all lapse and relapse and crash up against one another, wouldn't you have nightmares too? And now we have an interview with one of our alum and someone who read tonight, Lauren and Katie. <laughs> so, I wanted you guys to get a chance to hear from one of our alums, Lauren, um, just about sort of how she was impacted by Right Girl now that she's in college. Um, so, Lauren, can you tell me a little bit about, um, you know, when you joined Right Girl? How long ago was that? <laughs> um, so, I joined Right Girl in 2018, and I clearly remember my first workshop at the Huntington and just being so happy to be in a safe space with other um women that were so excited to help us write and succeed. And then I participated in the college boot camp, which was um, really helpful because um, applying to college is very stressful and it's nice to have mentors that you can go to and that they're there to um, support you um, throughout the process. So how did they support you during the process? Um, I've heard of stories of um, some of our college mentors being on the phone with mentees at like 2 a.m. Um, were you one of those mentees at all? <laughs> um, 
I need my eight hours of sleep. So no, I was not those mentees. But um, my mentor, Manel, she uh, would communicate with me throughout the week. And she would make herself available to me. And she would just listen and help me if I you know, had writer's block or was just really struggling with a certain prompt. So it's nice to have someone that had already gone through the process and that um, you can, you know, ask questions to and be there for you. Great. And what would you say to any girl who's interested in joining Right Girl? I would say do it. I wish I would have joined sooner. Um, it was one of the best experiences, and it's just a truly amazing place just to be around so many other women, so many other people that are there to empower you. So I love Right Girl. Right Girl. Even when the season is over, Right Girl is still open to you. So, yeah, I would say do it. And what is it like um, becoming a published author, for one? And also, what are you interested in studying in, in college, now that you're in college? Um, being a published author is really surreal. Like, I always tell my mom, like, look, I'm in here. My name is in the book. So I think that's something that is uh, a great experience, and I'm grateful to Right Girl. And in college, I am a political science major on the pre-law track, and I want to be an environmental lawyer. Thank you so much, Lauren. Okay, I think we're ready to hear from some more readers. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I need to get, because I memorized it. Because it's another pet one. Uh, before uh, I talk some more, we'll have one more reader. Um, she has a pet chicken. Please welcome Kumari. Hi. Um, so I wrote this when I was like on the train and I was just ready to get off the train, and I was just like writing stuff in my phone. It's just like a bunch of random things, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's called Limbo's Communique. I used to tell my mama that I want to be a writer. I wanted to pour my heart onto a page so that little girls like me could engulf their minds in the red flames of words and say, I'm not alone. Then I told my mama that I want to be a singer. I wanted to sing songs so beautiful that the angels from heaven and the demons from hell would meet together in limbo and dance until their legs were dead. I wanted so badly to be something, anything but myself. I used to be confident, but the likes on my posts didn't compare to the likes on my peers. And I looked at every photo and wondered, what is it that's not there? What am I missing? I used to want to be a writer, but the demons in hell and the angels in heaven met in limbo and whispered in my ear as I danced to the music I made and wept to the words I wrote, you cannot want to be something you already are. Thank you. So as you heard in the interview with Lauren, our uh, mentors are a huge part of this program. I think one of the biggest parts. Uh, I remember when I first got the gig, I was like, well, this is cool, cool nonprofit downtown. And I walked into this awesome, but you know, small office. There's only three full-time staff members, Katie, Megan, and Karen, who's the founder, and then a couple of us part-timers. And I got to my first event. It was at the Huntington. It was the big welcome day for 2019, our 19th season and it was just full of 200 volunteers, these amazing professional women writers, and I felt completely useless. I had been trained, I had been told what to do, and I was walking around like a chicken with its head cut off, but not 
Kumari's chicken because his head is perfectly fine and will always be fine. And I'm sorry I said that metaphor. Uh, but I just remember being like, ah, can I help in any way? And they're like, we know exactly what we're doing. And they did. And even the new volunteers, we have a couple in the audience tonight. It's just the passion that I see from these people, these women especially, just lifts me up. And I'm just so lucky that I stumbled into having this job. Um, Alex, I wanted to check in on the box. I see it's right next to you. For anyone that has uh, been wandering into beautiful skylight, the sun is set. It'll be cold soon. Thank goodness. I'm very hot. Um, uh, we are Right Girl. Uh, Alex has our website on the shirt. It's also right here, rightgirl.org. You can volunteer if you are 13 to 18 and you want to uh, learn from some women. You can apply to be a mentee online. And also, we have plenty of opportunities for anyone to send us money uh, to help us make things pretty and feed people and uh, make pretty books. Look how pretty this is. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> clap for prettiness. <laughs> um, yeah. Clap. Oh, yes. Clapping for money. Thank you. Good call. Clapping for money. I want money. Um, so next up, we have our songwriting workshop in February 22nd, which is also my birthday. It'll be very fun. I love February. And the songwriting one I hear is the talk of the town. Uh, and then after that, you can find Right Girl at the Festival of Books, April 18th and 19th. We have a booth there. It's going to be super fun. I've uh, been there before as just a patron of the arts. And uh, it's very cool that we'll be there for this. And uh, without further ado, I'll bring up our next author. Unless you wanted to report from the box. What's up? We're actually going to bring up Ann Lee. Who is one of our fantastic volunteers that knows more about things than I do. Welcome, Ann Lee. She was a book manager. See? I See? Hi, everyone. I am um, so excited to be here because I think it was this time last year that we started working on this. Um, and for several months, it was like a second job um, for me and for Katie and for the team. Um, and I'm, this is so beautiful. I'm just so thrilled um, to be here today. Um, a little bit about the process. So every girl and all of our teens and right girl are invited to submit um, three to five pieces. The theme was uh, what gets you fired up. And then we built the title off of that. Um, so we published 180 girls. So I don't know what the math on that is, but we read three to five pieces from 180 girls. <laughs> um, so it was a lot of stacks of paper, um, reading some incredible writing, um, having some incredible conversations about this incredible writing. Um, and uh, Katie talked about some of the small moments that you can find in this book. Um, there's also some big stuff in here too. Um, our, our teens are uh, really engaged with the you know, current events and all the stuff that's going on in the world that's impacting their daily lives. Um, one of my favorite pieces, uh, it's by a writer named Mina Lee. Uh, she was 14 when she wrote this. And um, I like this piece because it describes a right girl workshop. Um, I don't know how to describe a right girl workshop if you've never been to one. I think our uh, curriculum developer calls it a happening. Um, it's, uh, but so Mina wrote about it and I think she captures what it is. So I would like uh, to read this so that you have an idea of uh, our monthly workshops uh, that lead to all the wonderful work that's in this book. 
It's called Inspiring Sounds. Scribble, scribble, pencil against paper. Giggles, girls talking, getting to know each other. Discussion, mentors giving advice. Chew, chew, cookies after lunch. Scribble, scribble, silence. Scribble, scribble, gears turning, looking for a better word. <coughs> Kirsten trying to get everyone's attention. Roars of laughter, a girl on the soapbox. Ah, something nice written on a card when the day is almost over. Never underestimate the power of a girl and her pen. We are on the way to change the world. So that last part, never underestimate a girl and her pen, is Right Girl's tagline. It's our call to action. It's our mantra. At the end of every workshop, we all unanimously get together and say, never underestimate a girl and her pen. And you shouldn't. Look at me. Don't underestimate me. OK. <laughs> uh, so before our last two readers, I did, I, I'm really into this box, you guys. I did want to check in back with the box. Alex, do you have eyes on the box? Anyone have the box? Ooh, would you, if, uh, if you feel comfortable or else I can send my colleague Alex, would you uh, want to read some aloud for everybody? If you can pick your favorites or the uh, ones that tickle you. Ooh, I know it's like a, it's a snap moment. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you for reading from our box. Please continue to fill it out. Uh, it's, yeah, it can be, as Katie mentioned earlier, writing and ideas can be something uh, small and trivial about like what I had for breakfast this morning. I've read some really awesome stories about cereal or something about this moment and needing uh, to change the world a little bit. If you think it needs to be changed, I'm not going to say anything. Um, and I want to also, before I forget, mention to the volunteers that are here, if you haven't already heard about uh, our event that we're having right after this for you guys, please see Alex or I after for a little info sheet. And without me talking anymore, I'd love to bring up um, our 18-year-old author who loves books more than most people. Uh, please give it up for Sabina. Yeah, I do love most books more than people. <laughs> um, I wrote this a couple of years ago, although I recently put it to pen to paper when I was around 17, and this is an excerpt from a book I've been writing on and off since I was in eighth grade. It's called Let's Meet Angel. After so much pestering, Dom has finally convinced me to introduce him to Angel. Heh, he's going to be shocked, I thought, I'd, as I prepared a picnic siesta. When he picked me up to go visit her, he began asking me where to go. Just follow my directions, I said. After 30 minutes, we finally arrived at our destination. I got out and said, follow me, and began caminando up a hill. When I stopped, I smiled and said to my friend, hey, we haven't talked in a while. It's so weird, right? We used to talk every day. Anyway, I brought your favorites. Oh, and you'll never believe this, but my idiot of a twin hermano finally got a novia. I give them a week. And you? Um, Flory, what are you doing? Thomas asked. I took a deep breath and moved aside to show him the beautiful grave. Domnus meet Amethyst Williams, or Angel, as todo el mundo refers to her. Domnus was shocked. Wait, I thought you said she moved to Spain. No, I said her familia moved to Spain. 
Angel never left. I began to tear up. She's forever 14. If you don't mind me asking, how did she die? She's one of the victims of the Diana Perez middle school shooting. Oh my God. Domna's hugged me as my eyes overflowed with tears. Uh, next, I have, I don't know if you've already heard me say her, I haven't talked to her about her once this evening, my colleague Alex. You're going to read for us? I love my colleague Alex. <laughs> Liliana's okay. <laughs> Hi guys. I'm going to read an amazing fiction piece right now. Um, sorry, I'm short. Uh, this is from Annabelle age 13, and it's titled Tree. Um, she wrote this during a right girl workshop when she was looking at different plants and trees. We go to the Huntington a lot. There's a lot of plants and trees there. And uh, it inspired her to think about what a tree could mean. So here it is, tree. The tree grew in her house. Every day she would sit on her wooden stool and lean against the tree, listening to its secrets and whispering her own. She would water it and open the windows to let sunshine through. She would watch as it branched outward, pale flowers budding on its limbs. Winds would blow by and she would watch its deep green leaves rustling and murmuring to each other. The tree grew too large for her house and even then its limbs still grew, bent over and curled around her, returning her embrace. She decided that the tree was too beautiful for her eyes only and that she would share it. She dug it into the floor, careful not to damage the tree, and took it from the earth one root at a time, from roots thicker than her arm to roots smaller than an earthworm. When she was done, she pulled it through the door, clinging to it and hoping that it would survive. She dragged it through deserts, snow, and wind so harsh that the leaves hurtled away. Still, she clung to it and gave it water and warmth. When she reached the town, the tree had bloomed brighter than ever, colors vibrant with the life she gave it. She waited and waited, but nobody saw her tree. They rushed along, always hurrying somewhere, staring at their feet. Eventually, someone stopped and looked at the tree, then ran their hand along the bark. They leaned against it, breath catching as they heard its secrets. They stared up at the sky and smiled. They continued walking, but gazing at the sky. And she smiled, leaned against her tree, and whispered, just wait. Thank you. Thank you to my colleague, Alex. All right, our final reader of the night um, only has one weakness. Otherwise, she is stronger than Achilles because it's not her heel. But it is dark chocolate. Uh, please welcome Sabrina. love you even if you like milk chocolate it's okay. <laughs> thank you all right this piece is called writer's fever and I wrote it probably 1 a.m. in the morning which is not good but here it is nobody likes being sick stuffy noses sticky coughs explosive sneezes but there is one disease I like one illness that I wholeheartedly invite it's called the writer's fever Symptoms include a painfully severe desire to create, a fiery heat in the abdominal center, antsy fingers, a knocking knee, and a carnal want for a pen and paper. When struck by it, I cannot rest. I long for relief as desperately as one flails for a drop of water in the desert. 
It's torturous and yet inexplicably enticing, heart-heaving, brain-churning, to not forget that one brilliant piece or sentence gracing us in a flash of white-hot lightning, repeating over and over like a mindless bot until we can lay it down in stone and collapse in sweet peace. As time continues on, this safe refuge betrays us. Another deep, instinctive wave clutches on, and once again we are sick, feverish. The desire to show, not for money, fame, nor approval, just the sheer practice of sharing itself, or perhaps the sheer avoidance of regret from not doing so. It's a terrible thing, writer's fever, a truly devastating disease that overwhelms you in the best of ways, immensely and voluptuously satisfying once you could set it down and leave. As a reminder, this moment is here in Skylight for sale. If you don't already have a copy, pick it up. Uh, support our writers and also just the right girl message. It's just all about community and learning and growing together for a better future. Okay, so with that in mind, we're also going to uh, inundate you with another right girl tradition, a thing called threads for people that aren't volunteers or mentees. Welcome to our thing. Uh, so we are passing out these fun, fantastic note cards. No, no pressure to take one. Yes. My colleague Alex is going to get some assistance, some wonderful people. So we have pens, we have note cards, never fear. You're not going to be put on the spot. It's all about just expressing positivity. So on these note cards, if you could just write something that you liked, loved, or learned tonight, um, or something that just inspired you. Great. While those are going around, I'm going to, again, thank Skylight. Uh, thank you to our staff. Thank you to all the volunteers that are here. Thank you to the girls. Thank you to this moment. Thank you. I don't know who said thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you for helping us pack this up. Yeah. So the books, the books are in the front, again, like I said. And we actually might have some chairs up here for our girls afterwards if you want to get your book signed by a professional author, which is pretty cool. All right. Oh, yes. So once you kind of find a stopping place, midpoint, midword, midwhatever, in your thread, if you want to just pass them randomly to each other, just anonymous those up. Get them all. Make a new friend. Pass them around. Yeah, trade time. <laughs> Pen? So this is how we end every workshop with everyone and we just all kind of reflect on the time we spent together. <laughs> Alright, so while some people are still writing, uh, does anyone want to share their thread aloud with the group? 
Any volunteers? Brave souls? Great. All right, we have our first thread. Oh, sorry. I'm going to, if everyone would mind quieting down, we have our first thread to be read by uh, someone by the tree. In five, four, three, two, take it away. Oh, calling back to one of our pieces. Anyone else would like to share? Oh, I have one. Okay. I finally got to meet one of the authors of one of my favorite pieces. Aww, that's so cool. Anyone else would like to share? Yes, please. Uh, watching Grace's dad watch Grace's Oh, that's so wonderful. Yeah. Yay! Very cool. Yes, please. I learned that everyone has a different style. I heard some really good short stories and poems, and I just know that I'm not the only one that likes poetry. Yes. No one is alone. Is what I take away from that. Anyone else? Oh, yes, please. Uh, I learned to never be afraid and to create. To never be afraid and to create. Awesome, awesome. A couple more. These are really fun. Yes, please. Was happy to hear the voice of beautiful. Thank you. Thank you to our beautiful authors. Anybody else? Anybody else? Going once, going twice. Wait. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. I like how everyone thinks I'm a massive narcissist. <laughs> Sam's boyfriend wrote, I like that. Everyone thinks I'm a massive narcissist. <laughs> well, I mean, writing is subjective, but also writing is truth. Just kidding. I'm sure you're a very nice guy. I do not know you at all. Sorry about that. I just threw you under the bus. Uh, <laughs> anyone else? Yeah. Thank you. As am I. Yes. Oh, that's so lovely. I know this is such a wonderful event because everyone gets to be in the same room. Yes. I like that one a lot. Yes. Do you have one? <laughs> Sammy just got a shout out. You're a star. Yeah. <laughs> she was too busy talking to her boyfriend, but she appreciates it. <laughs> okay, yes. Oh. Yes. It's honestly, I know I keep just saying, I love right girl, I love right girl. I do get paid, but not, I don't get paid to say that I love right girl. I don't have to love it, but I do. I'm so lucky, and I am just. I was a creative kid. I went to an all-girls school, but if I had had a program like this, I can't imagine where my life would have gone. And also, I think it's beyond cool, my small brain, for these wonderful published authors to be going to school for pre-law and science and environmental science. It's, you don't have to write just because you're a writer. You can write because you're a human, and we should all express ourselves and get it out of our brains. It's the only way to grow and learn and talk to other humans and maybe help another human who is having trouble with the same thing you're having trouble with. Um, Katie, do you have anything before uh, we wrap up? Um, can I collect the threads? You were definitely going to collect yes, the threads. Yes. <laughs> we're going to start collecting the threads. Um, just wanted to say thank you all for coming and supporting our girls. Um, this means the world to them, means the world to us as well. Um, 
If you would like to get involved with Right Girl, you can, as they were saying, visit our website. Um, we have a really cool event coming up in a few months called Lights, Camera, Right Girl. Um, if anybody's interested in attending that event, it's our annual um, big fundraising event. Um, the tickets will be available at rightgirl.org. We have um, celebrities who will be um, performing scenes and monologues that the girls have written. Um, it's a really entertaining event. We've had celebrities such as Lauren Graham and Seth Rogen and lots of big names involved in this event. It's a really fun event um, and it's a really important fundraiser for Right Girl. Um, and we would always welcome um, donations as well. Um, we are a, a small and mighty team up here and we um, work very hard to get um, our uh, lots of things donated like our food for our events and um, journals for our girls and we're always looking for in-kind donations like that and we're always looking for financial donations as well to keep this all running so smoothly. So um, thank you for your support and every way that you can support us. Um, if you have any questions about how you can get involved, please come see us afterward. We have a mailing list as well up at the front. Um, so if you'd like to sign up for our newsletter, you're welcome to. Um, and um, I believe just a, an announcement for the girls. Um, when we wrap today, we're going to have all of you come up for a group photo at the end. And then we're going to have you um, available to sign um, copies of the books that people purchase. So yes, that is it. We got, we did it in this beautiful location. Thank you all for being here. Uh, thank you for the threads. Yes, give yourselves a round of applause. <laughs> writing can be just for yourself, but when writing is shared, I think it comes to life in a very unexpected and fun way. So again, buy a book. It's at the front. Skylight has them. Yes, buy a book. Christy yeah. wants you to buy one. Uh, the foreword is by Lauren Graham, you guys. She's a celebrity that Katie mentioned. What, do you have your hand up for me? This book, when you buy it at the front, it's a first edition. So in 100, 200 years, if the world is still here, uh, uh, I know, I'm very positive, it'll be, maybe we'll be on Mars and the book will be on Mars. Uh, it's gonna be in a, in, a, in a plastic case and you can sell it for two million trillion dollars because it was a first edition signed by the authors themselves. So buy a book. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Skylight. Have a good night. You've been listening to the Skylight Books author reading series. Don't forget, you can listen to this and all of our other great podcasts at skylightbooks.com. Thanks again for stopping by, and we hope to see you soon.